play and stay on Washington State's Kitsap Peninsula, the natural side of the Puget Sound. Stand up paddleboarding, hiking, great restaurants and breweries. I'll tell you more about your next vacation destination later in the show. Cairo, Seattle. First bonus episode. It may be the last bonus episode. Who has time to produce a bonus episode? Just kidding. We do. Kind of. I'm your host, Rachel Bell, and as promised, this is a follow-up to the last episode we released with actor Lauren Weedman. And if you haven't listened to that yet, I strongly suggest that you do that first. It will make this bonus content make a whole lot more sense. All right, so let's get started with a little bit of a recap. Lauren Weedman wants pad thai for her last meal. She first tried the dish in Seattle, a city packed with Thai food. I wonder, why is there so many Thai restaurants here? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm, this is going to just, I don't know, goodbye sleep for the next week. I'll just be obsessed. But that's the thing with this podcast is I will look into that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Life is a process. And look into it. I did. I did some research. I emailed people. I made phone calls on the actual phone. And I still couldn't figure out the answer. Now, the obvious and easy answer would be that Seattle was flooded with Thai immigrants who open restaurants. But that just isn't true. There are about 110 Thai restaurants in the city, but only about 1,200 Thai immigrants, which means one restaurant for every 11 Thai people. So I gave up. But then after Lauren's episode was produced and ready to launch, I found the answer. And not just why there are so many Thai restaurants in Seattle, but why there are so many in the United States. Turns out it was a calculated plan cooked up by the Thai government. In 2001, the Thai government embarked on an economic development plan to ramp up tourism and Thai exports. They thought if more people are exposed to Thai food, they'll fall in love with Thai culture. And maybe they'll fly to Thailand and buy some of those pantaloni elephant pants that we all bought when we went there. According to Vice, the concept is called gastro diplomacy or culinary diplomacy. I got more details from Mark Padungpat, assistant professor of Asian American studies at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and the author of Flavors of Empire, Food and the Making of Thai America. It was called Thai Kitchen to the World. That's, that was the original name. And the idea was really to train Thai people to become chefs and then to kind of export them to different parts of the world so that they can open up restaurants and introduce people around the world to Thai food. So they saw that it was becoming wildly popular and took this as an opportunity to uh, capitalize and spur more tourism to Thailand. And so that was the original plan. The goal was to open 3,000 new Thai restaurants around the world. Vice reports that Export-Import Bank of Thailand offered loans to Thai nationals interested in opening a restaurant abroad. And the Public Health Ministry even published a book in 2002 called A Manual for Thai Chefs Going Abroad with information on training, recruitment, and even tips on the tastes of foreigners. The government also created a few prototypes for Thai restaurants, basically turnkey prefab restaurant plans that included restaurant designs and standardized menus based on different price points. So an investor could just come in, buy a plan, and set up shop. Some people think this is why most Thai restaurants in the U.S. have the same exact menu. I 
I've read a lot of the articles around, you know, the Thai government's role in promoting Thai restaurants, but I think it's it's faulty uh, for a couple of reasons, and it, it has its limits, I should say. I think it's absolutely correct that the Thai government played a key role in promoting and increasing the number of Thai restaurants around the world, but there's two issues that I, I sort of have with that, and one is the story actually begins, you know, much earlier in the late 1960s and the 1970s, so you have in L.A., by the 1970s and the early 80s, you have over 50 Thai restaurants in West LA. And that has nothing to do with the Thai government. You know, this is 30 years before where Thai immigrants are opening up Thai restaurants. And so I think it's important for me to say that because when you make it about the Thai government pushing these restaurants, it's sort of like Thai people aren't robots, right? They're, <laughs> they're, they're immigrants and they've struggled and they've learned to become really savvy about the American palate and I think that deserves kind of recognition for their work to open up these Thai restaurants long before the government got involved. And in fact, that's why the government got involved, because Thai immigrants in the United States in the 70s and 80s were the ones that popularized the cuisine so much that the Thai government was like, hey, there's this growing popularity. We can benefit from this, given that it's taken off so much in the United States. I haven't had any success yet finding a restaurant in our area that has gone through the government program. And I've, I was wondering if you knew anybody or knew of anybody who had actually gone through any of those government programs. You know, I'm really glad that you brought that up because I don't. This effort since 2001, it's been this really big idea, but no one really knows about the execution. And I haven't really heard anything about the execution either. I remember seeing a while ago a list of some restaurants that were opened uh, via the, the Thai government's program. But I haven't met anybody and I haven't really heard any stories of specific places. So, yeah, I mean, not to say that there isn't, but again, that, that raises questions for me about whether or not it was really the, the Thai government that, that led to this boom in Thai restaurants. But this wasn't the first time that the Thai government has gotten involved in Thai food. It actually invented Pad Thai. This iconic Thai dish, the most popular Thai dish, it's a fairly new invention. And so it's not this like timeless, traditional, authentic, going back hundreds of years. It was actually created in the 1930s in Thailand by people in Tsongkram, uh, who was the prime minister at the time. And the dish was created because Thailand was focused on nation building. And they really were trying to implement all of these cultural aspects to Thailand to try to make Thai people more Thai, <laughs> whatever that meant, dress, style, uh, and even the food. And so he created this dish using Chinese noodles and called it Pad Thai as a way to like galvanize nationalism in Thailand in the 1930s. And uh, so that's the origins of the dish. And I think it's just become, you know, synonymous with Thailand from in Thailand from that moment on. The government invents pad thai. It becomes the national dish of Thailand and arguably the most popular Thai dish in the United States. And according to multiple articles that I read, the government's plan to open a bunch of Thai restaurants around the world also worked. The number of Thai restaurants around the world has tripled since 2001 and more than doubled in the United States. But it's hard to say how much of that came from the government's program and how much of it came from the ingenuity of Thai immigrants. <laughs> Whether it was the government or just, you know, immigrants coming to L.A., it, it worked. I feel like everybody started going to Thailand and everybody was eating Thai food. And it really did become the cool thing to do and the cool thing to eat in this country. Yeah, I argue in the book that I think in some ways it, it really and I, I'll stand by this. I think in some ways it helped make L.A. a kind of global food city. 
because even by the 80s, LA was struggling to figure out what kind of a food place it was. And I think Thai food helped give it that kind of cultural cachet, that kind of cosmopolitanism. And there you have it, folks. Mystery solved, bonus episode complete. We'll be back next week with a brand spanking new episode of Your Last Meal featuring actor Kyle MacLachlan. I'm Rachel Bell. See you next week. Thank you.